Hey, it's Graham. It's Thursday, and that means we're offering you another positive piece of a past interview. Each week, our team digs through the archives to find our strongest feel-good stories to present to you in podcast form. This week, David Blaine. You don't necessarily like these sorts of interviews, though, right? My strength, I feel like, is, is more based on doing magic as opposed to talking, you know? So I rarely like to go out there and talk too much because I but but I did a TED talk which was very difficult jumping into the fire pit and I did it without magic just speaking and that was kind of the first time that I did a talk where I had no magic to stand behind and how did you feel about that it was very hard and I was very awkward and stuttery but it was it was nice to work on a talk so it was interesting. As a magician, I try to show things to people that seem impossible. And I think magic, whether I'm holding my breath or shuffling a deck of cards, is pretty simple. It's practice, it's training, and it's... Ex it's practice, it's training, and experimenting while pushing through the pain to be the best that I can be. And that's, uh, that's what magic is to me, so thank you. Towards the end of it, you got a little emotional. Because everybody thinks when I do magic that that relates to the endurance. So everybody always thinks that I'm cheating or it's a trick or something like that. So it was, when I finally put it all together as, as one coherent thought and worked on it diligently for a long time, most of the people that, that, that are close to me, they like that talk because they feel it's like, it's very honest. By the way, Richard Werman was the one that asked me to do that, and he had asked me to do that for 17 years. Really? And then I worked day and night forever on that talk. Did you? Months, yeah, day and night. I didn't even watch one thing during that conference because I was just studying all the, all the notes of what I needed to remember, and then I converted it to bullet points. What are the nerves going into something like that, given that it's out of your comfort zone. Well, that's another thing that's very interesting. So when I was trying to figure out how to do this, I started reading all of the books on public speaking. And the first thing that was a really interesting approach, by the way, was learning why we're afraid to public speak. I'm not afraid to go on a white sharks in the ocean with no cage, but public speaking, I was, I was very uncomfortable, very nervous to do it. Still? No, 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 no. I put myself in the boiling pit. But once you understand the psychology of why we're afraid to public speak, it becomes really interesting. So do you know the... No. What, what would be your first thought? I mean, you don't want to mess up. All eyes are on you doing something that you're uncomfortable But what's the problem with all eyes on you? Self-conscious, uh, uncomfortable. The reason that we're so uncomfortable public speaking is because when all eyes on, are, are on you, if you go back a million years and you think about every eye on you, it's somebody that's a predator or wants to hunt you. So having all the eyes on you while you're on an open plateau and you're elevated, you're in a place of extreme danger if you go back. So the evolution of the brain hadn't changed that much. So we still, even though we're now not in a dangerous place to be on a stage, we're, we're wired to have that fear of being hunted, or being, being chased by a predator. Once I started to process that, then I started to accept it. And then once you accept it, then the fear starts to change. And then after that talk, 
I went with Washington Speakers Bureau and I had them just book me to do talks. And I started doing, you know, 10,000 people and I would go up on stage and I would not even prepare. I would just go up and I would just wing it. And most of the time it was terrible because it would hit like one in 10 or something. Yeah. But it really started to make me comfortable with the process. That's it for now. But if you're hungry for more in-depth with Graham Bensinger interviews, head over to youtube.com slash Graham Bensinger. You can dive into our deep library, which includes more than 2,000 clips spanning 12 plus years. Thanks again for listening.